I want to read something to you. Okay. I, I want to hear your reaction. It's a tweet okay. that I just read. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I, I hit the back escape whatever so many different times after I read it. So um, this, this, this has to like win the record is one of those like, oh, this is the shortest uh, horror story uh, contest or something. You know, one of those type right. of deals. Nope, that's the one you sent me. I need to click on the one I sent to Dolores. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a, uh, a Twitter person by the name of uh, Danielle Baskin, no relation to the crazy tiger lady. Carol. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> this says, uh, on January 4th, 2019, I shipped a fruit basket to a client in Colorado, and it got oh, lost yes. in the mail. Today, 648 days later, the return package came back to my door. An avocado oh, was lost God. in transit for almost two years. I'm baffled. Do I open the box? I saw this. Oh, Did you see her open it? I saw it, the opening of the box. Oh, my God. Oh, that was horrific, man. That was like... It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, though. Yeah, I thought... Because, you know, the wrapping was, um, you know, recycled, crinkle-cut paper. And I was sure that was going to be, like... Just nasty, grody, greasy, you know, whatever. And it was still pretty much intact. But yeah, the fruit itself, if it wasn't like hardened to a point of almost fossilization, it was hollowed out and gross. But the ones that she did pick out that were just like nasty, those looked like something out of Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. That were like, oh, completely disintegrated, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. That was weird. It was rough. It was weird. D said that the the cure for the coronavirus is in one of those fruits. That's <laughs> <laughs> like penicillin. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. This is the uh, the surprise ending to 2020 right here. This is the uh, the season finale. We've done it, guys. <laughs> uh, I was discouraged to read that um, one of the companies working on the uh, working on the cure, not the cure, but the uh, What's called vaccine. the vaccine for it? Yeah, that they had stopped because somebody got sick that they were testing. I think on. that's the second one now that's had to stop. Yeah. So yeah. We keep on plugging away, guys. Yeah. I try not to think about it too much mm-hmm. because pit of despair. Pit already of despair. already kind of in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. So I was able to do something nice today. I'll I'll, mm. I'll even it out with that. Um, a friend of mine, you know, I, I told you a little while ago, maybe about a month and a half ago, that I had gotten some action figures in the mail to review uh, from AEW because they put out their first line of action figures based on their wrestlers, um, you know, right. over the summer. And I got, <laughs> I got these action figures, and I'm like, what am I going to do with these? Well, as it right. turns out... Um, one of my friends has a daughter who is like a huge, huge fan of um, AEW, and she's about to have a birthday. And these figures are kind of hard to find on store shelves, so oh, she put out a, um, a a Facebook post about it. She was like posting pictures of her daughter with the wrestlers and stuff, and just saying, "Hey, if anybody has a lead on where I can get these figures, please let me know." Um, birthday's coming up in two weeks, and I'm kind of stressing out about it. And I'm like, hold up, I got you. Delete this. Nobody else do nothing. Let me send these to you. She's like, oh my god. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love when things line up like that. Me too, because I'm like, you know, look, I like wrestling. Everybody's well aware of that. Uh, I'm a big fan of AEW because what they do is different than WWE as far as how they treat human beings, uh, you know, with equality and fairness and mm-hmm. common sense. And I want to support their pro- their products, so I will, you know, tout them whenever I can and let people right. know the, the goodness that they're doing. So, yeah, when the figures came out, I was like, yes, I want to get these. I want to make sure people know about these, but I got nowhere to put them. So, yeah, now I got somewhere to put them, so I'm happy about that. And this has been your peripheral wrestling <laughs> update. Fucking wrestling. For this Always week. Got- Every time I'm like, all right, all right, okay. Because it's never about wrestling. It's about things related to it. That's it. It is. It is about wrestling, though. Like it is, but like it's not completely free of the wrestling. Well, it'd be different if I told you tonight is the one year anniversary of AEW and the show's airing right now. Like that would be cheating. But I didn't do that. So there. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not watching it. No, I'm not. Well. I no, didn't know that. It's good for DVR. It's fine. I had an exam. <laughs> I, can't, I can't put off the exam. No, no. I was looking forward to it. I did okay. To... Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Not as I know... good as I wanted, but 84. Mm, it's okay. 84 is great. Congratulations. Yeah, it is. But when you're an asshole like me, you want an A. <laughs> <laughs> you're a perfectionist, and that's what we love about you. But, no, I'm glad, because I wanted to talk to you anyway, because this week is quite a week there's a lot going on and i need this moment of peace this moment of of consistency Mm -hmm. in order to like center myself for the upcoming weekend so oh we were going to talk either way it was just like can we do wednesday instead of tuesday yeah you know (laughs) so yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna bust my hump to try to get this out to the world uh, before the weekend starts, because this weekend is Shy Nerd Fest, and we're doing all virtual. So, yes. you know, it's day job and nighttime job all in the same chair, and that's going to yes. be great. So, you know. Um, where can they go view that? They can Matthew. go, um, there's, there's a couple of ways they can do it. If they go straight to the Stage 773 website, stage773.com that's probably the easiest way that's the launching pad that'll get you to um shine nerd fest there's also uh so yeah i i don't know the exact website but i will put it in the show notes i will make sure that everybody gets a chance uh to get in there and see it so yeah cool it's, it's a lot of fun i'm excited for the acts we got going on i've already seen one of the performances because you know we ask people to um you know, send us their, they can either do pre-recorded or do it live. And a lot of folks chose to do pre-recorded so they can have more control over what they sent in. And yeah. I, I'm good. not going to spoil it, but there's, there's one standup that did something so unique and just so, you know, tailored, Ooh. tailor made for me that when you see it, you'll instantly know this is what Matt was talking about. So yes, you got to come. Virtually. I'm going to, I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I got, uh, exams and projects and all kinds of stuff but sure. uh i definitely am excited for it yeah and i can watch of it it's one of those things too where we're, we're using this uh, platform named sketch in order to um you know host the programming so people can make their schedule of what they want to uh you know attend or whatever um there's ways to donate we're, we're donating uh 50 50 to the theater 
to help them keep their doors open, and the other half to Brave Space Alliance, which is a great—it's a great charity on the uh, South Side that helps LGBTQ uh, youth. So you know, we're definitely all about that, and yeah. Cool. There's a lot so, going on. <laughs> yeah, so much. That—that's how I feel too. I'm like, oh my god, this is a lot right now. Yeah, there's nothing going on till there's a lot going on. You know. Fuck, that's so true. Ugh. This semester has been just awful for me. Mm. In a different way than last semester. What way? Which was everything falling apart in the world <laughs> in my personal life. Yeah. This semester is um, just I picked classes that I have to take, and so I hate all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That kind of semester. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the dread of knowing that you have to perform to their standards. Yes, and the yeah. worry that I will lose scholarships mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, yeah. Fun. Man, fuck them. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I don't know how, you know, that's going to help in this scenario, but I just wanted to, you know, back you up on that. So. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I I need blind loyalty. That is how it works. So. And you shall have that. Good. Good. <laughs> so Amazon had their big, you know, whoop-de-woo Prime Day sale going on. Yeah. And, I mean, there was nothing that, like, knocked my socks off. I, I was keeping an eye on it, you know, peripherally. I didn't even look. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know what else is weird? It's usually, like, there are deals going on during these sales where they will find you. You know, like your friend yeah, will post something. Prime, or... Yeah, I thought that Prime Day was there was like after um, Black Friday. Their Prime Day is usually their Christmas in July, but they didn't do it this year because, you know, the world was burning. So right. it didn't so feel right. It. And I mean, honestly, uh, from a financial standpoint, they were making enough dough anyway from people ordering from uh, for the quarantine. They yeah, didn't need to do that to balance the books this year. But now that the market's crashing and everybody's freaking out about what's going to happen with the election. They're like, Hey, let's help take your mind off of that. Make some purchases y'all. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, ugh. markets, yep. stocks, <laughs> bonds, <funds>. equities, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> monocles and top hats. Oh yeah. Bullshit. I am deeply concerned. Aren't all of you? <laughs> it seems, it seems like, and I could be wrong here, but it seems like we've built everything on a house of cards. It is true. And uh, it's not very stable, and I am worried. We built everything out of house of cards, all those unusable Kevin Spacey uh, season DVDs. We just <laughs> stack them up for our housing yep. now. That's what we do. Yep. <laughs> They're buried right next to the E.T. cartridges out in Mojave Desert. God. Is that was that confirmed? Yeah, that that really happened. <laughs> Why did they do that? The ET part because they didn't they had no they had they had nothing that they could do with them. It was legit the worst video game ever made. Right, but they couldn't like recycle the product in any way. They weren't even thinking about that back then. Like the they were like, let's okay, just they were just like <laughs> just dump it in the desert and run. <laughs> just get this the fuck out of here. We don't want to see this ever again. <laughs> Yeah, back then it's like recycling. What's that fancy word? I don't know. I read an article a little while back about apparently like 
all of recycling is a lie. Plastics, like they can't actually recycle plastics. Yeah, yeah. They were fucking with us, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh no!" It I, deeply upset me. Have you ever watched that show? Adam ruins everything. It used to come on. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. It used to come on True TV. For those that don't know, and it's this guy with this really weird hair um, that likes I think to. It's still here. You know, it's on hiatus right now because I I love the show. I oh, really do right. enjoy, yeah. uh, you know, the I stuff that he brings out. But yeah, it's um, he did one episode about recycling, and you know the the. The frame of the show is basically he finds somebody who is super behind something and just debunks everything that they believe in, only to then give them a silver lining at the end of the episode. And that kind of throws me off a little bit because his show is one of those shows that it's not divvied up into three acts, it's actually four. And so sometimes you'll leave thinking the show's over before that fourth act, and it's like, wow, that was depressing as hell. And I think one of those times was I watched that episode about recycling, and it was just like, yeah, nothing you're doing is working. The uh, you know the electric cars, not doing a thing. Recycling, who cares? It's the same effect. But then he put some silver lining at the end, and I think it was something to the effect of, yeah, but if everybody works together and we're all making moves to continue to make this world a better place, then blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but yeah. I think the big thing is we have to push industries because the individuals like even if we all make a change it is not enough compared to what our industries are doing yeah which basically means we have to force governments to fucking crack down on these companies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or boycott companies if the government won't do shit is that you or me i think that's me i don't know why that's that's you yeah um basically you know boycott these companies until we force them to do what's right that's those are pretty much our only options at this point right right (sighs) yeah that was um, so anyway yeah that was recycling corner it's not cool (laughs) i guess you should still recycle though yeah yeah i don't want to i don't want to discourage anybody from focusing on that because it's not only yeah doing it to make the world a better place, but it's also training your mind to not be grumpy when certain things well, are, are, are changed for the better, you know? Right. It's also, um, if you have the hassle of separating things, maybe you will use less of those things. True. So um, hopefully that will make you uh, reduce your waste in general, especially plastics. Right. So. That's the dream. That is the dream. So it just came to my attention that the 2005 um, hit film, Fantastic Four, uh, initially had Nicolas Cage cast as Doctor Doom. What? Can you imagine? That would have been awesome. That would have been so awesome. Like, I mean, the movie was already shit. Exactly. Give us that. They could have just let it just like burn in flames. Just, oh, man. Was this before or after Ghost Rider? I don't remember. Before. That had to be before, right? <laughs> it had to be. He was just. Ghost Rider was like 2007. Oh, wow. You were exactly 2007. right. 2007. Holy crap. I got it right. <laughs> of all the movies Why? to know. I hated that movie. <laughs> That's insane. I never saw either of them. It is not worth it. No. And I, well, I saw the first one, 
Um, why? See, you know, I can't remember fucking anything for my exams. <laughs> but I can remember that Ghost Rider came out in 2007. <laughs> why, Brain? Why do you do this to me? Your mind knows. <laughs> Your mind is just <laughs> fucking with you at this point. <laughs> okay, think about it like this. It's... It's in, it's in quiz mode right now. It's like, yes, this, these are the things that we need to know. Let's just keep all of this information at the forefront. But it just kind of got mixed up in there. It's, it's literally not, though. It's just remembering <laughs> Ghost Rider came out in 2007. It is in quiz mode, but it's not remembering the things it needs to remember. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Well, we'll see what happens. So I noticed in Disney Plus they did some reshuffling in there, um, you know, for the for the UI. They now have all the Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff in like the the first four or five rows, but then you go six down and they now have a section called Marvel Legacy Movies, and that's where they keep your X Men, your Fantastic Fours. Okay. Yeah. I heard that they have chronological order now too. Yes. Yeah. That's right above the legacy movie time yeah. or, or, or line. Yeah. So they have right. Marvel Cinematic Universe in timeline order. Right. So they have. Well, don't they have a couple order? Like they have timeline order. They have the uh, actual like release order. Yeah. They have the, the divvied up by um by phases as well. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can go through and watch them. I haven't revisited all the movies. I know that that was a thing people were doing in the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. I was mostly just watching Mad Men and crying. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I watched One Tree Hill and cried too. You know. Um. So yeah, I have. And then right now, there's like people keep recommending TV shows to me and stuff. I'm like, okay, like I'll get to that. But I'm watching all of these fucking movies. <laughs> I'm watching so many movies right now that I'm like, oh, okay. I don't really, uh, I don't really have the the concentration to watch anything else. I watch a little bit of Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah. Time to watch anything else. I'll be honest with you, like, I didn't anticipate it lasting this long. So when I made my little dry erase board of movies and you know movie series that I wanted to right. watch. I thought that would last me through the quarantine. I'm like, all right, cool. I got done with all of those. Those are all done. And so now I'm um I'm I'm doing a Bob's Burgers rewatch, uh, you know, through the workday. So that's that's by the way why uh, we've been doing the uh, burger of the day. Burger of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On our on our chalkboard outside because yeah, it's just. I something. love. I love that. What was today's? Tell tell the people what today's was because oh, I love it. Oh my goodness! Oh, in these trying limes. <laughs> and it was what chipotle lime sauce. It was sauce? served with chipotle lime sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, D and I will like go out there because um, she'll finish working before I do sometimes, and she'll just go on our on our back porch and like see the dry erase board, and I'll have one up there, and it'll surprise her, and vice versa. <laughs> You guys are so wholesome. Yeah, sometimes. That's what we do. <laughs> so, yeah. Dork. All right. Thank you. Uh, what were we talking Oh, shows. Yeah, so I'm just watching um, the movies right now, and then I'm watching Shit's Creek again. Uh, like, 
going through that as a background relaxing show at the end of the day kind of thing. Especially after I've watched the scary movie of the night. Yeah. Kind of helps to decompress with Shit's Creek. Oh yeah. You know, we were we were talking earlier this week, you were saying like, man, you know, you, you really booked yourself into a corner here with this. Like you need a break. I bud. did. Yeah. I did. Uh and I and I like it. Um, but I think if I do it again next year, I'm going to pad in more lighter films, <laughs> yes. lighter spooky films. And I'm also I might have to do every other day or something like that because mm-hmm. uh, this is rough. But, you know, I'm having fun. Good. I am. Good. Good. I mean, it's, I don't I don't hate season. doing it. I'm just like, oh, my God, what? It's another day. <laughs> every day I post in the group. I'm like, what date is it? What's happening? <laughs> And you're just hoping that you didn't miss one or something like that. Yeah, and then, of course, Netflix keeps pulling fucking movies off of there. So I'm like, I had to have uh, Bradley from, I love uh, his, God, I always do this. I love this pod is his Instagram account from Scary Best. Um, I was like, hey, (laughs) recommend some alternative (laughs) horror films for me. And he gave me a mini list so that I can... I can have backups because I'm worried about a movie disappearing again. That's good. I'm going to have to ask him what's good on Shudder because I added it yeah, into my uh, my YouTube TV subscription. But the problem is when you add stuff into YouTube TV, it doesn't really make it visible, I'll say. Like you still have to go search for it. Whereas if you have like a separate app, it you know gives you that big uh, prestige you know bells and whistles thing. But yeah, if you just if you import it in the in the uh, YouTube TV, it's like, oh yeah, this is just another show that's on television. Whatever, here it is. Like, no, dude, I'm paying for this. Please make it make it right. look shiny. Yeah, I don't. I I have never messed with it to be honest. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm trying to figure out what. See, you know, guys, I didn't plan ahead because because both of our brains are broken. So Uh-oh. I was trying to figure out what is uh, what is going to be mini episode Patreon talk. Mm-hmm. What's going to be regular talk? Yeah. So Jones sent in something. Let's talk about that first. Hey, Jonesy sent something. All right. <laughs> Jonesy sent in uh, the real reason why McDonald's Coke tastes so good. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about the Sprite and everything just yes. being so delicious when it comes from that fountain. Yes, yes, yes. So this is from Business Insider. Okay. Um, apparently, like, this says that they take it very seriously. McDonald's takes Coke very seriously. <laughs> um, and so th- this is these are the methods for McDonald's Coke. Unlike most restaurants that have Coca-Cola delivered in plastic bags, mm. McDonald's has the products delivered in stainless steel containers that preserve the ingredients. Nice. And keep it uh, um, tasting fresher for a longer period. Mm. They have a water filtration system, which, by the way, Starbucks does filtered water too. Mm. I, and I like whenever I go to Starbucks and I'm like out for the day, I get a water as well, like nice. ice water. Yeah, good. Okay. Um, so McDonald's says on the website that in order to ensure our drinks are always meeting a gold standard, <laughs> golden archers. <laughs> uh, we have proper filtration methods in place. Mm. Temperature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McDonald's takes the temperature of their soda very seriously. 
There is an insulated tube that runs from the refrigerated unit in the back all the way to this uh, soda fountain near the drive-through window. Wow! So okay. the water that runs through this tube is constantly maintaining a temperature just above freezing. Nice. The cold temperature is essential for activating peak CO2 levels. This not only ensures crisp, bubbly taste of your Coke, but it also means that the carbonation will last longer than other restaurants. Peak. Peak CO2 uh, levels, that's right. Never order, this is a tip, never order a McDonald's Coke without ice. Hmm. The ice is essential to maintaining a perfect syrup ratio. Now that's interesting, because I've <laughs> never, I would never assume that they would put this much thought into it. And there's more, I know. But it's just, mm-hmm. the ice is important to the balance too, man? Okay, Apparently. so I wonder then, is there a size that you should get? Like if you get a medium, is it going to taste different than when you get like the big bucket of Coke or whatever? I don't know, but they they would obviously change the ratio of ice for each drink, so I'd assume so. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, it's you're it's it's there. equal. Hmm. Um, did you ever watch The Founder? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, so like the, the the care that they put into it then was definitely something. Right. And that movie was showing why McDonald's is McDonald's because of that meticulous thought that they put into it. Okay, Uh, just like the temperature of its water, uh, McDonald's pre-chills its syrup before it enters the fountain dispensers. Straw. Have you ever noticed (laughs) the McDonald's straw is wider than other fast food chain restaurants? It says, according to the McDonald's website, this is so, uh, so all that Coke tastes. All that Coke taste can hit all of your taste buds. Now, that sounds like marketing right there. You know, That's definitely bullshit. That is but bullshit. But all of this is a lot. No, they, I'm sure they do that to make you drink it faster. Mm-hmm. But whatever. <laughs> that is... I, okay, so I thought, I thought that they had syrup that was different. Like, I thought that was the reason. I did, too. That McDonald's was on the level that it's at. I did not know that it was... All of this involved. Yeah, like there was an episode of um, Good Eats, not Good Eats, uh, Unwrapped that I saw years ago. With, Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, with um, that, yeah. what was the name? Mark. I keep wanting to say Mark Paul Gossler, but no, that's totally different yeah. guy. Mark no, Summers. Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it again. No, it was Mark Summers. I know, I know. It was okay. Mark Summers. Anyway, yeah. He was talking about the McDonald's ketchup and how, oh no, he was talking about like the um, the Heinz ketchup factory and how they have a different recipe of ketchup for every restaurant, like a slightly different recipe. And it's proprietary to each restaurant. No one can know, you know, like you, you have to be on the McDonald's uh, career path. Fuck, now I want McDonald's. Right? <laughs> We're doing it again. We've done it again. Oh. The last time that I had McDonald's. Was the last time we talked about the Nuggets? No, oh, sir. Okay. Last time. Story time. Last time that I had McDonald's was three years ago? Mm. Four years ago? Wow. Christmas time. <laughs> okay. So, we did this thing where we surprised my grandmother with my brother's whole family coming in for Christmas. Okay? Cool. So, and I I have video of it. It's the cutest thing ever. At the end of this trip, so, like, my brother's family flew in. We went and got them, brought them to the house, surprised my grandmother. It was really fun. None of the family knew except for my grandfather. We had to tell him just to 
orchestrate the surprise. We literally wrapped presents for the kids in the basement in secret. Like, it was a whole... (laughs) It was like a giant heist, and my dad and I had so much fun with the secrecy of it. Like... We are we are dorks about Christmas secret surprises and stuff like that. He oh, yeah. was that way when I was a kid, and then I just inherited that, and now I'm like, I love this. So, <laughs> okay. So, my brother did not think that they could come on the trip or thought that he would have to stay home because he got a really bad stomach flu right before they were supposed to come in. Luckily, he felt a little bit better. And, oh, you know what? It was... It was when The Force Awakens came out. Oh. Because, when, what was that, five years ago? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember Chris and I went to see The Force Awakens. Oh, cool. At the local movie theater. And we were like, oh my gosh, we get to see this new Star Wars movie together. And it was so fun. Cut to the end of the trip. We take them to the airport. And we stop to eat right before. And we we stop at McDonald's because McDonald's is like the perfect place to take the kids. It's not real expensive. You can all get your food, whatever. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I hadn't had McDonald's in a while um, either. So I don't know how long it was, but we dropped them off the airport, whatever. And then it was stay at a hotel until flying home here to Florida. So like early the next morning had a flight kind of thing. So... I wake up at like one in the morning, mm-hmm. puking my guts out. Oh, it just did hit right. Yes. Oh no! And I thought I have food poisoning. Mm. Dear God, I have never had food poisoning in my life, and I have food poisoning. Turns out I had just been incubating the stomach flu that my brother had. Oh, <laughs> but shoot. I thought that it was the McDonald's. Of course. He's sick. So. <laughs> it's pretend food. Of course you would think it's that. Obviously. So, the last time that I had McDonald's was linked to the last time that I had the absolute, I swear it was one of the sickest, like, I have I've felt in my entire life. I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital or something. Like, it was that bad. By the way, flew home, didn't delay my flight, flew home with the sickness. Mm. <laughs> Did not puke on the plane. Very proud of myself for that. That's Just good. passed out. Uh, got home, puked a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this episode got gross. Hey, but, better out than in, to quote one of my favorite uh, yes. scholars. Yes. But the best part about this, too, was that I had, a couple days later, had to go to... Be I not go to be in my friend's wedding. Wow. <laughs> so at their wedding, I was recovering from this sickness, not getting sick anymore, mind you. Of course, mm. like if I was actually getting sick, I couldn't do it, but I just couldn't eat. So like I hadn't eaten in a couple days, basically. <laughs> I nibbled on some bread and all of my friends were like, okay, bud, like I think it's time for you to go home now. <laughs> Get the reception. I stayed in it longer than I thought. But it was just a series of events that I was like, what is happening in my life? And I definitely had that feeling. That feeling that you get when you're sick. Yeah. Uh. Where you go, I will never know feeling well again. Oh, man. 
Well, that completely Every explains. From like a, from a flu to a minor cold, I feel like I've always had that moment yeah. where I go, this is never going to end. Right. This is just my life now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, no. moral of the story is, that is the last time that I had McDonald's. And lately I've been going, fuck, I need McDonald's again. That makes sense. If you're wondering how long it takes, it's five years. (laughs) (laughs) It takes five years to get over that, at least for me. I'm still not over that for some food that I ate uh, when I got sick from, uh, not even maybe related to eating it, but I just got sick around the time I ate it, like you. So Yeah, the the, uh, pumpkin seeds when I was a little kid had that problem. Like there I was um, never this, eaten since. this great pizza that I really enjoyed, Home Run In, frozen pizza. It was um, roasted tomato, roasted plum tomato or something like that. It was like, oh, man, this is good pizza. It's got no meat on it. I feel good about eating it. I can eat this all the time. Maybe not all the time, but, you know, <laughs> often. And then you eat too much. <laughs> but it wasn't even that. It was just like, oh, yeah, we're having that roasted tomato pizza tonight and it's like oh nope nope never having that again nope well, that's that's off the list yeah that is off the i list. get like a sensitive stomach anyway kind of thing like where certain foods i like i have to be like not to be like white person spicy <laughs> but like but like to be classic white and concerned about <laughs> concerned about spice like I, I i am not I, I am like very much a person. I'm like I don't want to get that heartburn. Like I don't want to feel like I'm dying from that or whatever. Yeah. Because every once in a while, a food like one time I ate Thai food that was too hot, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like crying because I thought I was having a heart attack because I had heartburn oh, from it. Oh no. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm getting at that age too, where it's like, hey, remember all those fun foods you used to eat? Hey. That's off the menu now. Um, oh, it's not an age thing for me. I remember this happening to me when I was like eight years old. <laughs> I think it's just anxiety, <laughs> perpetual, like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I am, I, I have a, I am a nervous kid that has manifested into adulthood all of her nervousness I through mean, food th- as well. I think you hit the nail on the head because a lot of times it's like when you're growing up, you don't even really think about it. You don't, you yeah. don't equate the two. Like, all right. I had this delicious meal, and for some reason now I feel queasy. Maybe it's something in the air. Maybe I ran around too fast. Maybe I went swimming too soon after eating, something like that. No, it's the fact that you had, like, a bucket of grease, and (laughs) that's probably not good for your digestive system. I did have one time where I was puking, and it was one of the funny – like, I still think it's hilarious. Hmm. I was probably nine years old at the time. And I had puked, and I was like, Mom, I'm puking up blood. And she's like, she she just went, Alexis, you ate Mexican food. Oh, and I went back to puking. It was, it, I was like, oh, right. And I went back to it. But like a neurotic little nine-year-old going, I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. The Mexican will do it. <laughs> this is why I get concerned about my genes being passed on because I'm like, I'm going to get the most neurotic little kid. <laughs> oh. I always get concerned when I hear my dad is allergic to stuff because it's like, man, it's a matter of time. Like at one point, 
he had an intolerance to like tomato paste, and that really oh. freaked me out because I'm like, man, that's that's everything. The, that's everything I like. <laughs> that's Italian. That's everything. That's pizza. No, oh. don't do this oh. to me, Father. You know, but it worked. Is it out. like a severe allergy? No, no, it was a minor one, and and but still, like yeah, oh, no. still, it's like oh god, but it you know it didn't it didn't hit me obviously, but it got my brother, like he has to slow down with that now. But for me, <laughs> for some reason, it's yeah. it's euros. Like I can't eat euros the way I used to. Euros, interesting. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the lamb, I don't know if it's the grease involved. Have you tried like a chicken? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's okay, but even then, it's like they're not using the same type of spices, you know. Like it's yeah. it's similar, but it's right. not. Yeah, it's not like gyro, you know. So it's either the grease yeah. or the lamb that's got me like, nah, you can't do it. Yeah. Mm, nope, nope, nope. You're gonna have uh, a bad time. <laughs> you know, it's bad when I like just have to tell D like, never again, never let me order that again. Yeah, that's what I did with the Thai food. Yeah. When I got it too hot, I was like, never again. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. Because that's not even the first time it hurts. It's like the third time. You're like, nope, maybe that was a fluke. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, oh no. I will say, I have never ordered that hot of Thai food again. Kudos. <laughs> Dude, I was dying. Mm. I was on the floor, like... I'm having a heart attack. This is how I go. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. I hope you have your food, your affairs in order, bud. <laughs> and then I was like, I really don't. No. I really don't. Okay. I, like, do I even have affairs? I don't know. But I don't have anything. I guess give my books to Eva. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's getting my Legos? I don't know, man. I don't know. You can have those. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be dead. Just throw me in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Eat me in the river. Throw me in the water. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so we have a we since we're on Restaculous stuff. Okay. And food. Craft <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese took down the send nudes campaign. Oh. oh. <laughs> following social media backlash. The campaign was met with criticisms from some Instagram users who said, quote, that the company, quote, sexualized mac and cheese. (laughs) This is 2020. (laughs) Yes. Earlier this month, the food conglomerate revealed the new Send Nudes promotional campaign, which called for fans of their classic mac and cheese to send – um, to send a free box or a coupon to redeem one to their loved ones among the pandemic. Loved so I guess basically yes. they were giving like a free box of mac and cheese to people who were sexualizing mac and cheese. <laughs> Kraft removed the ad altogether and said they appreciated the feedback. How uh, many, how many unsolicited can- dick pics do you think? Kraft macaroni and cheese got dropped into their inbox. Oh god, I don't it, know. Unlimited, unlimited peen had to be in their inbox. Crazy. I feel like they would have stopped it for that reason <laughs> if it, if it was happening. That's but. that's really what it was. They they made up some backlash. Like, oh yes, parental groups want us to stop, but 
we would still love to give you mac and cheese when in actuality they're like, oh, God, if I see one more penis. While tens of thousands of people participated <laughs> in the campaign, Not tens it, of thousands. Also, it also <laughs> sparked some uproar with many people voicing their disapproval for the ad mm-hmm. and some even calling for boycotting <laughs> the brand. This is not okay. Okay, I need to I need to find my Karen voice. <clears throat> this is not okay. Don't you realize that a huge portion of these people who eat your mac and cheese are children? Please delete this. It's unacceptable. Yep, that's the Karen, all right. All right. Uh <laughs> Instagram, or I'm sorry, uh, Kraft removed this from their Instagram altogether and the contents from their channel <laughs> for God knows why this is a thing, but for National Noodle Day <laughs> last Tuesday, we encouraged adults to send their free adults, noodles. Yes. <laughs> to send free noodles to their loved ones to provide comfort and make them smile. The social. Uh, promotion resulted in over 20,000 consumers across the country receiving boxes of America's favorite Kraft mac and cheese. We sincerely appreciate your <laughs> appreciate and hear all of your feedback. The content will be removed from our channels. Aww. First of all, why are your kids on Instagram? <laughs> Whatever. Um, your kids have seen a lot worse on Instagram. It always it's always amusing to me. When if these... your kid doesn't understand that that's fucking hilarious, yeah. then they shouldn't be on Instagram. I mean, how many they're, they're how many thirst traps did you have to scroll through to get to the Kraft Mac and Cheese advertisement? You know, I thought you were going in a very di- different direction, <laughs> starting a sentence with "How many different thirst traps did you?" And then I go, hmm? <laughs> "What?" It's just yeah. It's what? it's so hypocritical. It's like, oh yeah, it you know, is. all of it's this so stuff. Stupid. And children eat this. <laughs> like, children, okay. Ooh, children eat a lot of things. Okay. Okay, Linda, you need to calm the fuck down. Like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to chill, Linda. Yep. It's okay. Hey, your kids should not be on Instagram anyway. Wait My until they find out that they I'm... make, um, you know, pasta that's shaped like. I don't think I told that story. <laughs> Oh, Emo wants to hear it. He is starkly against it. <laughs> starkly. Real quick, real quick, children on Instagram story. My sister-in-law handed her phone to my niece one Uh-oh. time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, me or uh-oh, Bimo? Uh-oh, you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, handed her phone. They were at, uh, like, I think she was getting her hair done or something like that. So my niece was... My oldest niece was able to go through the phone. I believe she was like eight at the time, something along those lines. And so she was scrolling through Instagram and <laughs> I had posted apparently at the time the uh, Mar- there's like a gif of Marilyn Monroe saying bye, bitch or whatever. And like waving something along those lines. So I had posted that. I don't remember what it was in reference to, but uh, my niece just went loudly in the middle. What's a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I mean, don't follow Aunt Alexis. That's the problem. Like, she's going to she's going to say inappropriate things. Child. Of course. My sister-in-law thought it was hilarious, by the way. 
I did not get in trouble for this. That reminds me of that artwork that I saw. Some kid made a uh, finger painting or something like that. That yep. was it was supposed to say "I love the beach," um, <laughs> but instead it said "I love the bitch." Yeah. <laughs> I I love those, but in that case, it's like a child doing it, yeah. and I I thought. When, when she told me about it, I felt really bad. I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. I did, I never would thought. And my sister-in-law is so cool. She was like, no, it's your Instagram. Like, who cares? It was just hilarious. Like, <laughs> She's like, my child cursed like this in public. It was super funny. I love it. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like there's got to be a, a contradiction in the parent's mind when something like that happens. Like, one, I'm so embarrassed. And two which probably overrules everything. I'm so proud of my child for being inquisitive and wondering. I, yeah, I will say that my sister-in-law is not easily embarrassed. That is so great. my brother, very easily embarrassed. Very. <laughs> like, it's hilarious how easily he's embarrassed. I'm kind of in between. Depends. Yeah, yeah. it really, yeah. It, sometimes, you know. I'm kind of just like an open. If it's like book. a kid doing something like that, I'm not going to be embarrassed because I'm like, it's a freaking kid. Like yeah. if you if you're if you have a problem with it, like if a kid's crying or whatever and you're embarrassed, like get over it. It's a kid. If it's something I do, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to be incredibly embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I Especially used to be... if I'm in like the vicinity of a lady friend or something that I am trying to impress. Sure. <laughs> and then I make an ass of myself. I used to I used to care about that a lot more, um, you know. Obviously, uh, before D, uh, before yeah. you know, like because we, her and I have experienced so many things together. At this point, it's like she knows everything about me. Oh, so that's the dream. Though. I have that's no the... reason to be embarrassed. So it, it's like it, it leaks over into other aspects now of how I deal with people, to the point where okay, this person who I, I care about the most in the world loves me. Uh, you know, just without any type of limitation. So I just I can just be a weirdo in public now without worrying about, you know, freaking out the person that I'm trying to attract. So this is great. Oh, so like my I want that. <laughs> I I want that level of comfort. Yeah. Because I am just like I, I feel like it'll help me a lot <laughs> in my life. <laughs> When I'm just like, okay, I'm cool with you. You, you, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, I swear to God, on my wedding day, I'm gonna be like, are you, you, you sure about this? Really, me? Are you sure? I, it's just you're better looking. You can find anyone. Okay. All right. All right. I guess we're doing this. No, the mindset. Cool. The mindset you need to have is that you're pulling off the greatest heist of all time when you have low yes, self-esteem, and it's like. This pretty chick wants to marry me. Holy fuck, we're gonna make this happen. Let's go. You know. I swear, anytime there has been a, a woman in my life, and I've shown pictures to people of her or whatever, uh, they've always been like, "Oh wow, she's really pretty." <laughs> and I've always been like, "Fuck you!" Like you know, yeah, she is. Like, well, yeah, yeah, she she's is. Really pre- I, I didn't she's really pretty. She's really pretty. Fuck from- you. <laughs> you like I'm glad hers a little me, but also yeah boy. What? <laughs> See, this is this is one of those times where it's unfortunate that we don't live that close to one another because you just get a high five from me and that'd be it. You know? I know. That'd yeah. Be it. Just that, hey, but it's right. it's so many times they're always like, wait, what? Her? 
And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you guys are not making me feel great about myself, right, but, right, right. <laughs> but she seems to like me for now. It, I mean, it, it's probably not going to end well, but you know, hey, hey for now. It's good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good right now. Let's go. Oh my um, God. Man. So, oh yeah. Thank you, Jonesy, for writing in about that uh, Coca-Cola thing. We closed that story out a while ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we covered all um, all resnaculous stuff. Yeah. So yep, yep, that yep. was the, that was the resnaculous slash snack news of the week. National Noodle Day. Fucking hell, man! Like send noodles, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys send us noodle pictures, uh, what will we do, Matt? We're gonna share I'll send them. I'll a YouTube video, I think, in, gonna, in return. You're gonna send the what video in return? YouTube. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> if you send us dudes n-o-o-d-s to our instagram we will um treasure them and thank you and i have a thing going right now too that i did on my instagram and i, I will extend this Uh-oh. to the podcast instagram here we go i said if i get 10 people to submit pictures of them voting or have just voted not your ballot because i think you can get in trouble for that but like your little I voted sticker or whatever. Yep. I will post a Moira Rose impressions video <laughs> or Shit's Creek variation impressions video because I'm working on a little bit of a, a little bit of everyone on that. Yeah. But who knows? Yo, you're guaranteed Moira Rose. So you know what? Let's set it at ten. Let's let's keep it at ten, guys. Let's yeah. do this. It's a it's a good it's a good incentive, guys. She does a good Moira. Yeah, and also not becoming a dictatorship is kind of a good incentive. But that is also good. The yes. impressions, yes. of course. I mean, you yeah. Know, so you can send those to the podcast or to my uh, my Insta. If you send me pictures of your dick, I will send them to twenty other people and laugh at you. I mean, so, you got to know your audience with that, right? Okay. So in this age, like you know, again, thankfully, my dating <laughs> days were far gone before the era of you know the 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 swapping of the selfies and all that shit and Mm -hmm. you know i was never oh actually no i have two instances where i received them and d knows about them so buckle up y'all it's gonna be fun so oh shit to prime that like okay so (laughs) i'm very excited right now (laughs) phrasing no um not that kind of excited like gross when, when it comes to sending Pictures of penises to us. You got to know your audience here. Neither one of us are fans. I, I own not one. A, not a peen person. No, no. Like I got one and she doesn't like them. Just no, thank you. No, thank you. No, I don't. I respect that you guys have them. Yeah, you and know? that people are fans of them and enjoy them. That is not for me. It's like your bank account. You can go around showing the balance to everybody. You know, just keep it to yourself. Just it's mm-hmm. all right. It's all right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the love and, and, and all that, but no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Moving on. So there was one morning. <laughs> <laughs> D and I happily married several years at that yes. point. Um, she woke up and she got a text message and I heard her text thing go off and it was odd because nobody ever really texts her that early in the morning unless it's one of her mm-hmm. coworkers letting her know that they're going to be sick and not coming in or something. You know, right. these were times we were still going outside. So, yes, the olden days, you know, I just I hear her from the other room. She's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what What happened? What happened? 
and she goes, she just hands me her phone, and it's just a text of somebody saying good morning and just a whole vagina just oh my god screen. and i'm like is there something you want to talk about <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm cracking up the whole time <laughs> oh man you know and i'm just laughing my ass off like wow okay so i'm glad it was you this time and i'll get to my story in a moment but yeah it was like it was from like a random person. Just some random person, and I'm like, you gotta. You gotta oh man, you what gotta a time to get the wrong number. Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. You shoot your shot, and it's the wrong number. It's like fuck. And so I'm like, you gotta let her off the hook, man, because like it's just gotta be so like so much anxiety if you put yourself out there like that and you don't get a response back. Come on, that's gotta be awful. So I'm like, you gotta let her off the hook. And so oh, she wrote. Shit. She wrote her back. She's like, you know what? I'm sorry. I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> like, my God. And she was like, oh. And that was it. There was no, oh. no apology. <laughs> nothing. Just, oh. Like, damn. I got a text message a couple months back, and it was like, please talk to me. That was it. That was oh, the damn. text. Please talk to me. And oh, I no. said, I'm sorry. Who is this? And then I didn't hear anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> they were heartbroken. <laughs> oh, it was very painful to, to read. Oh, anyway. man. All right, All right so what's the other the other one I got it wasn't even a it wasn't even a dirty picture it was but it was a selfie that fucked me up. I may have discussed this with you before I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but okay. d and I were dating at the time <laughs> and we were we were at my apartment just hanging out we were about to go somewhere maybe to get like breakfast or something like that and like I got a picture texted to me <laughs> with the message hey daddy oh. And it was a woman holding a newborn on her lap. And it, oh, I'm like, what the my fuck is this? God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think you ever told me this. And <gasps> immediately. And this is this is me I, again. Like, I have a terrible poker face. I, I immediately ran over to D and was like, holy shit, look at that. <laughs> You're doing math in your head. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Okay, was the ch- child white or no, black? Or, did was, you think this was your child for a I, second? I did not because I keep a tight book. You know, I. I've, okay, I've, I look. I, hey, we just got to get into real talk. Was yes. it? A, was it a five-minute panic attack? Of wait, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> never that. Because I can tell you something. I've seen exes get pregnant, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm doing <laughs> the math, and I'm like, oh wait, that's not. Uh, nope. All right. I pride myself on being peaceable with my exes enough to at least follow up with them maybe a year out. And if a child doesn't come up, that's very good. That's very good. You know, it, it never happened to me. And that wasn't the sole. I did not play this game. <laughs> no. <laughs> but our, my, my, my good friend Archie Easter and I, we pride ourselves on not being those type of guys that'll go and just, you know fertilize the earth we don't, we don't do that oh yeah nope, i understand nope. I'm because not that is that is unnecessary baggage and you know i don't you know I, it's just not fair it's not fair well, you well, know sometimes things slip past the goalie though that's you true gotta, that's true you know. but i i pride myself on being responsible enough to handle such things if i were in those right. situations and not just 
Right, but if you get a text message from someone that says, hey, daddy, and it's it's an image of a baby, I mean, if I was a guy, I'd be like, what? Huh? Oh, <laughs> like, I'd, be, I'd have a couple minutes there going, wait a second. <laughs> no, see, and this is the beauty of it. That's why I was allowed the luxury to laugh, because it was like, yeah. holy shit. Now, did you text her back? I did, absolutely. I'm like, lady, look, I I know you got the wrong number. But I can't tell you how much that fucks with a man when you do something like that out of the blue. And she laughed. She's like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. That is so funny. She was like, holy shit, man, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, thank you. Have a great I'm life. I'm sure she was like, he knows. It's fine. Right. <laughs> oh, like, man. Like, really, I don't understand how in the age of having your entire phone book on your phone, people can fuck up like that. And I'm guessing we just have burners now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, maybe it's one of those situations where I understand people, you know, aren't in the best situations and they can't pay their bills. And sometimes they have to switch phone companies because they owe money to another phone company and they got to leave that number behind. But damn, when you send something so personal, like a photo of your child or your vagina, maybe think twice before hitting send. Maybe do a quick double check. Just, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, what I, I just went to look for a contact in my phone because it was funny and it oh. was I have it labeled as burner phone for my cousin. <laughs> uh, and I, I said to, to my, uh, like her sister the other day, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, why do I have this in my phone? Because she had <laughs> lost her phone. She got a temporary number. And I just kept it in here because I thought it was funny. Yeah. But I also just saw for some reason I have the phone number of a person that we both don't like anymore. So I'm just deleting that. <laughs> I don't like what she did to you. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So weird uh, times. Weird times. Very weird times. Mm-hmm. Um. God, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, um. Speaking. Oh no, this is a terrible transition. Speaking of uh, pornographic things. Wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wait. 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 Let's visit the wall of weird for a second. With creative loafing, Tampa. Okay. All right, all right. This giant hole in Pasco County <laughs> is still growing. <laughs> I thought you said this wasn't the pornographic story. <laughs> oh, the hole hasn't stopped growing since it first appeared on Monday. Hey, don't you guys love this transition? Love it. Um, so this is, I put this in as the wall of weird, but I just want uh, that transition just was too good. I couldn't. Could not do it. So this random fucking hole, which is like it's got to be Florida sinkhole, because that's this place is just a house of cards as well. Mm-hmm. I don't like it here. I don't trust it here. Nope. <laughs> Yesterday, the Tampa Bay Times reported the hole, which is near uh, Spring Haven Boulevard. Uh, it, it was nearly thirty feet wide in diameter and nine feet deep. Wow. That's how insane this is. However. As of 2 p.m. on Thursday, the hole has since grown to 38 feet wide and 70 feet deep. Wow. It just keeps going. They had to close this road down. This sinkhole is insane. And they're they're saying there's no life safety concerns at the moment. But I just, this freaks me out, guys. Sinkholes make no sense to me. They freak me out. I don't like them. I understand that there's like 
Okay. So the idea of a sinkhole is um, it's a they define it as a depression in the ground <clears throat> that has no natural external surface damage. Even the ground so, is depressed right now, guys. <laughs> this means that when it rains, all of the water remains inside the hole. And then this causes a sudden collapse of the land mm. above the depression. Collapse. This is scary. Yes. And I guess they've hired engineering firms to take care of it. But, like, this shit freaks me out. Like, how do you even measure how deep that sinkhole is? Personally, I would not want Drop to be near. Yeah. You just listen yes. out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near it either because wh- how big – like, is it going to keep collapsing on you? Yeah. See, this is like the that meme or whatever where someone was saying, I, as a kid, I thought that quicksand would be a much bigger issue than it is in adulthood. Yeah. It's the opposite. I did not think of random holes in the ground opening up would be a thing that scares the shit out of me. This is inner city but quicksand. But here we are. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Wow. It freaks me out. Florida, y'all. Maybe sinkholes are going to be like popping up along the border of Atlanta and Florida, almost to perforate Florida off of the United States. Maybe it's all by design. And then that evil on me, it's just going to like yoink away from the rest of the, I don't know. I mean, jump yeah, over. Everyone doesn't like Florida. It's America's dick. We don't like it. Yeah, right. But uh, I live here. Yeah, you do. And uh, I'm stuck here for now, so... I mean, jump off before, you know, drift away, please. But, you know, other than that. Yeah, I don't want to stay here forever, so... (laughs) You got traveling to do. You got people to meet. I mean, traveling, but also just living other places. Yeah. I know you're going to say Chicago. No, No, I would not do that. But there are other places. Like, honestly, where can you recommend people live right now? In these I I want to live on like a farm or cabin type situation. That's that's where I would want to live. I don't think that's recommended. Like yeah. I, yeah. I I don't have a recommendation for living anywhere other than like I could have one of those two things in Canada and have health care. That would be nice. Yeah. But yeah. I mean Toronto's nice, you know, to an extent. Yeah. I heard they they're a little racist there, but everywhere's a little racist. But is, <laughs> that's so sad, but true. I know. Uh, it, I think Quebec is worse. Oh, oh wait, yeah, no, that's a piece of it, yeah. The the, the French Canadian places, I, I French, understand. French is very like I guess there's a lot of it, and I'm not saying this out of like no. I, I was literally talking to this kid that I took a class with, and he said that his family was like run out of France within wow. the past couple of years. Huh. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of anti-Semitism that's still still in these areas. So I would assume that like Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. whatever, Quebec, Quebec. Quebec. yeah, they're all dealing with this as well. Mm -hmm. Hold on one second. Matt has stepped away for a moment, and we're just going to talk about the nudes that you're going to send. Please, uh. Please send them to me. No. <laughs> Guys, don't do that. Please don't. I don't want to get sued. It's bad. I don't. I don't want your nudes unless you send noodles. You can send noodles. Come back. I don't like doing this podcast.
So speaking of people being racist and, and weirdly xenophobic and just yeah. idiotic, Ice yeah. Cube, man, like I hear Ice yeah, Cube is <laughs> teaming up with with the MAGA people, trying to come up with some ideas for President Trump. I saw it's what the fuck of all. Did you see the statement? Yeah. <laughs> he claims that it was a plan that he had in place. He brought it to both of them, and the Republicans or Trump or whatever were the only ones that would want to work with him. That seems like a red flag, doesn't it? I mean, that seems like back to the drawing board at that Except point. The Democrats were like after the election, which I could see that as yeah. uh, maybe you're bringing this up at a really bad time. <laughs> exactly. When we're all like, holy shit, one thing at a time. Right. Like, room. Like, hey, Ice Cube, let's work on not dying right now and make making sure that the police don't shoot any more black folks, you know? And Now, I don't know what the, the details of this thing are, though. I will say that. I didn't read into that. Yeah. Did yeah. you? No, no. I, they, they call it the Platinum Plan. But every time they do some shit like that, I kind of like tune out, you know. Uh, Ice Cube. I'm looking it up just Ice to Cube. see. Like, I want to celebrate Ice Cube. It's like you hear Ice Cube, you think, yay, yay. You think in the mm-hmm. you know, Weeby Clubbing, you think in Barbershop, you think in like fucking nwa and straight out of blank t-shirts and whatever and it's just like yes this man has bought so much entertainment and just popularized the mean mug today was a good day all that stuff and then it's like fuck man i guess he's a real person and he has flaws fuck yeah that's unfortunate (sighs) i think this is like when we talk about ellen and stuff like that there's a huge problem even if you are in a minority group Uh, when you get enough money, if you let it mess with you, like, I think that's a problem. I think that might be what's happening here, too. Yeah, just to... Could be wrong, I don't know. I don't know. I, fuck, man. You know, you, you, you want to you wanna hold people in a certain regard when they come from... <clears throat> okay, so the, the contract, this is, this, is, this is a contract with Black America. Uh-huh. That will provide conceptual approaches in several areas. The contract goes on to detail 13 areas of improvement, including bank lending, prison reform, police reform, and the elimination of all Confederate monuments. I will say that if there's one thing you can give Trump credit for, um, it's like his him uh, releasing a lot of these prisoners. Uh, man, all of a sudden, that was like, what's hell? Sorry. Um, you know, like I, I think that that has been good. You know, you you can give credit where credit's due. No, uh, but you know, then he puts a bunch of brown kids in cages, and you're like, well, that's just well, it. Well, I don't know that that I guess that kind of cancels the good thing out, doesn't it? That's just it. Like it makes it even more hypocritical to me. Right. You know, when everything yeah. that he does is done out of a desire to make himself seem like a superhero, down to him trying to break out of the hospital while being treated for the coronavirus. This week it came out that he had pitched to several of his staffers that he wanted to rip open his shirt and reveal the Superman t-shirt underneath. So, so it's all about padding his ego. This strain of COVID that's hit the White, the, the White House that is apparently weak as shit and has not really harmed any of them from what I've gathered. Right. Right. What is happening? I think really it has hurt a lot of them very uh, severely, and it's um they're just trying to play it up. They're trying to play it off until after the election. 
Right. You but, know what I mean? Like they're getting all that treatment that they can behind the scenes. Well, like real talk, how none of them died yet. Yeah. Has well, it not I mean, been enough time? Herman Cain, that's it. But other than him. But he wasn't a part of this Red Wedding situation. Yeah. Yeah. So gone. that's what I'm wondering. Like, how is how how have none of them gotten to that level? Yeah. Has God forsaken us? Is the real question. <laughs> here. And the answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, just with Trump and everything, him doing anything, unless it serves a purpose to make him look like a better leader or whatever, he's not doing it. Like, the entire reason why he started thinking about prison reform was because he was approached by Kanye and, and Kim Kardashian. You know? Right. It was It was all... I, I understand that. I was just saying, like, look, that's something that um, opposition does not believe we could do which is to give credit where credit's due and would not do with obama when they uh were saying shit about him and now it's like it's the hypocrisy so to me i'm like okay i can acknowledge that like uh the drug pricing thing where you know trump was trying to claim that he was going to put a cap on drug pricing i'm like okay if he's do if he's gonna do that first of all is he actually gonna do it but, you know, second of all, it's like, oh, okay, that's a good thing. Yeah. Good. I will, I will give you fucking credit doing good things. But the problem is, every time I do it, you're like a dog that's just shit on the carpet where I turn around and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just, I, I just cleaned up shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do you keep doing this? Yeah. Oh, because you're terrible. I'm sorry, I compared him to a dog because dogs are wonderful. And he is a piece of shit. Apologies to dogs. Didn't mean to do that to you. Apologies to dogs. But, you know, you don't understand what we're saying right no. now. So Not really. No. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm with you to a certain extent. It's just the we've been burned so many times with that benefit of the doubt uh, thought process so far as far as like, all right, yeah, let's give people credit where credit is due, where, you know, we, we give credit to like a Mitt Romney for coming out and trying to speak against him and then he just goes back and this is old bullshit. We give credit to uh, you know uh, John McCain for voting against certain things and you know maybe right. rest in peace he still went back to his old bullshit you know I I can't I, it, it, if you <clears throat> yeah, if you I'm know anyone that hero worships <laughs> either John McCain or Ronald Reagan. Have them listen to these two, this podcast called The Dollop mm. that covered both of them in yeah. multi-episode. Uh, that will open their eyes a lot. I already had problems with Reagan. I didn't know half of the things about John McCain. I was like, oh, good Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's insane. Anyway. Did you see Dennis Quaid is making some type of uh, biopic about Ronald Reagan? No, but I know he's a conservative. Oh, yeah. He's a big fan. He was on the Today Show this morning promoting it. I guess they just cast the actress as Nancy Reagan. I don't know who it is off the top of my head. But this is a, a biopic that he's been trying to get made for a long time. And now, I guess, since Hollywood's so desperate for entertainment, they're like, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, sure. Just just let him have it, I guess. I guess. Why not? 
So yeah, I'm sure he's got some strife with his with uh, Jack Quaid because he does not like Trump. No, but... I feel so bad for anyone whose parents are supporting and stuff and like that. Oh God, their, I can't imagine. Their Thanksgiving has to be very uncomfortable because I mean, and then you think about the brother Randy, who just like went batshit crazy a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. From since though. No, <laughs> like they they put him underground, man. They is were like, he... look. Is he alive? Oh, yes. He, he's, he's alive. Okay. As far as we know. Like you said, he's just been kind of off camera for a while now, so who knows? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> <laughs> Randy. Randy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, I guess we can talk about these other things in our mini episode. However... I think I want to address this one last thing on this because it's pretty surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Variety reports, and this has been confirmed, that Pixar's soul is going to skip theaters altogether and just go straight to Disney+. Plus. Okay, okay. Which This is the next big Pixar movie. Yeah. And it is going to launch on the streaming service on Christmas Day. Wow. So that's a that's a really big deal. Now we know they did this with Mulan. I am concerned about this precedent. Now, you know, I I am to a certain extent. So this is the this is going to be the third uh, version of skipping a theater, or at least uh, you know having a what? limited release that Disney has done. So first there was Onward, which uh, oh right, which came out and. I believe it was in the theater for a week or two. Oh, you know what? For Hamilton as well. Hamilton was supposed to come out in theaters. Right about that. I don't even, you know, in my mind, I don't count Hamilton because it it seemed like they were still just in the beginning stages of trying to market Hamilton. I mean, everybody knew or most people knew, I should say. But they were they were real. That was going to be an Oscar movie and it should still qualify, I believe, for Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what all the rules are going to be this year. But yeah, that that movie. movie is going to win quite what a few else they awards. Got, right i mean hell yeah. <laughs> we've talked about that but yeah so we had we had onward we had mulan um so onward, right. onward was a limited release in theaters and then it, it came to streaming services uh for free yeah but then after a month had passed they released it for free on disney plus which was a boon for them because at the time you know we were still getting into the groove with what was available on Disney plus. So it seemed like, okay, this is a great landing, pa- landing pad for things like this, that they're going to put out. They're going to, they're going to give to us during this time. Wonderful. Right. Hamilton, like you mentioned, Disney plus again, coming in in the clutch, ready to give you that entertainment right. for free or, you know, for at least what you're paying already. Then Milan reared its ugly head. Right. Oh yeah. And, uh, Probably the wrong movie for them to gamble on with trying to introduce a, a premium charge for that sort of thing. Yeah, they probably would have had better luck with uh, with this one. Yeah, launching that. Yeah, I mean a live action remake, not a good idea. But rationalizing Hamilton as a premium fee under the guise of hey, it's a theater experience, it's a, it's a Broadway experience, come home, which is something that mm-hmm. you don't normally get to see. Right. I could see people biting for that. 
Yeah, I would have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was it was worth it. I would have paid unless to see it that. was yeah, unless it was like oh next month it's gonna show up anyway kind mm-hmm. of situation. Then I would just wait. But yeah, if it was only available to buy, I would have bought it. Yeah, and then of course now we have Soul, which is just going to be released on Disney Plus for no additional fee. So it seems like yeah. they've learned their lesson from the from the Milan fiasco, and right. are just gonna give it to us. So that's good. I mean, it feels like double dipping. Uh, you know, you can sell for people that want to have that copy of whatever movie. Yeah. You can still sell that physical copy, digital copy, whatever. Um, you don't have to. It just seems stupid to me. It really to try does. to be like, you can get it earlier. Uh, whatever. <laughs> like, there's nothing worth. There's enough media out there now. To watch and wait. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, agreed. I made a special there's, exception. There's too much media. <laughs> yeah. I made a special exception for Bill and Ted Face the Music because that was something that, you know, it's our brand. It's, it's, it's something that we talk yeah. about so often. You know, it's and it like. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Now, if it wasn't something that I was actively a fan of, if I didn't have such love for the Bill and Ted films, then I'd be like, yeah, I could wait. Okay. Yeah. But, I, you know what I realized when I was watching that one? I don't remember if I saw a bogus journey. Oh, really? If I did, it was such a long time ago that I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's worth going back to check out. Uh, it's To me, when I was a kid, it was surprising how different it was from the first one. Because the first one's just like straight up, hey, it's a time travel movie. But if you can imagine like Back to the Future where Marty and Doc, Marty and Doc Brown go to hell... In order to save, right. you know, his girlfriend or something, then yeah, that's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Like, wow, that was a departure. Okay, they're doing all kind of shit. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is a uh, yeah, this is a a new precedent, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it's possibly. Gonna, I don't know. Like, when do okay. Disney Plus yeah. debuted. When did it? Uh, when did it launch? Oh, uh, maybe a year like ago. January. <laughs> what is time what anymore? What is even time anymore? <laughs> like I'm literally going into the account settings to see how long the uh, the subscription is for. Okay. I want actually. I want to say it was like November of last year. All right. So no, this is perfect. So this is this is what I was going to get at. Um. It launched November of last year. So the people that How am in... I remembering these random fucking dates? Okay. <laughs> so since it launched November of last year, for the people that locked in for that annual subscription, now's yes. the time they're going to have to renew. Yeah. So having a carrot like Soul or whatever dangling. How many years did we buy again? We, we're up until uh, 2022. We're good. Damn, yeah. Yeah. So we... we Committed hardcore, man. We, we made, did. Yeah. <laughs> all in. I mean, honestly, with a name like Disney, knowing that they were putting their all into it, it's like, it's going to be there. We also had the benefit of, let's go halfsies on this. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was unfortunate that, um, you know, DC Universe didn't last. I didn't mm-hmm. buy into that one because, honestly, yeah, it did sound kind of sketchy when they were pitching their four shows and right. access to random comic books. And then the fact that somehow 
DC movies would expire on there sometimes and be taken off of the service. It's like, no, you are Warner Brothers. Why are you taking <laughs> Batman off the DC universe? What are you doing? Yes. What are you doing, bud? What's <laughs> happening? Like, this is the whole reason I signed up. Don't take Batman away from me. What the fuck? Oh. No. But Disney's like, nah, we got you, Playboy. It's fine. All right. I think that about covers it, other than our uh, mini episode, which we're going to go do over on the Patreon. Yeah, we're going to talk more entertainment news and a little bit of gaming news over there. So join us, Mm -hmm. Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. That's right. Go subscribe. $5. All the mini episodes you can listen to. If all the mini episodes you can listen to are 15, I want to say. I don't remember. No, neither do I. I don't count. Uh, but you get access to the Facebook group as well, the where Facebook we're talking group. about the movie marathon. Oh, I should also so. reveal the uh, the results of the poll from yes. the Patreon group yeah. last week. So um, I'm starting a series. I've decided it's a series now that I'm going to use to train myself to be a better narrator. I'm going to be narrating some children's books. And I'm going to throw some uh, options out there for the Patreon subscribers to choose from. And so mm-hmm. this time around, the folks on Patreon chose Black Panther Warriors of Wakanda, a little golden book. So I'm going to record that and get that out there. Uh, I haven't decided what format yet. It might be just audio as a, as a mini episode or a special episode, or I might put it on YouTube. But of course, we want to avoid getting copyright strikes. So we'll see where that ends up. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> right on so yeah cool. it'll be fun also oh man something thankfully we didn't bring up this time around um mm-hmm. the the candy sweet 16 the candy tourney halloween candy tournament is still going strong on chicago Nerd social we can, club we can briefly touch on that in okay. the uh, in the patreon group yeah. so yeah. if people want to hear us uh and i know you guys love this content <laughs> We'll, we'll touch on that in the uh, on that episode as well. Yeah, we might put a little touch of that. But yeah, it's still going on in the, yeah. the Chicago Nerd Social Club Facebook group. Yeah, there's a there's a special uh, surprise that I'll tell you about on the Patreon and of course the listeners as well. Yeah, um, we've we've decided we've made a decision as a committee, as a board. Well, I'm excited <laughs> to do something yeah. special. So I want to yeah, hear it. Tune in, guys. But for now, thank you for listening as always. To Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. And for Demo, be excellent to each other. Bye.